I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, uh, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I bring on a guest that I had on in the past, and I liked him so much I had to bring him on right back. Um, so today's guest is Tibby Zohar, who is owner over at Synergy Advisors. Uh, Tibby, welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. This is exciting. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? How could I refuse when I asked you what you wanted to talk about? Look at this. Depriving Uncle Sam of his part of your income. How could I refuse a guest that would say they're going to teach us that? <laughs> so um, first thing, Tibby, I do want to uh, get a little bit more into, before we get into today's topic, uh, let's give the audience a little overview of what you're doing over at Synergy Advisor, please. Well, what I do at Synergy Advisors is I uh, team up with, uh, with CPAs and tax preparers um, who uh, would like to uh, uh, enrich and, and, and uh, amplify their, uh, their practice, um, number one, to actually be able to extract something uh, else than, than the tax preparation uh, income. Uh, so I help them, you know, retire handsomely on, on one hand, but, but the main thing is helping their clients, um, you know, be way, you know, build and create the best, the best retirement they can uh, and create those strategies that do exactly what you just said, deprive Uncle Sam from, uh, you know, his part of your income. And so I, I gravitated to, you know, very creative uh, planning that, that allows for deductible contributions to the extent of half a million a year or 600,000 or whatever. Uh, I've got, I even have seven, 800,000 sometimes um, crafted for, uh, for selected high income, high taxable income uh, small business owners. Does that uh, make sense? Awesome. Does that accept? That, okay. that, no, that makes, it makes total sense. And one, and um, I want to go just a little bit further because there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of CPAs, a lot of different companies like that that listen. So let's be, let's go a little bit further into that for a moment or two. What kind of companies do you work with and why? So uh, the basic the basic uh, rule of thumb for me uh, for being able to really create uh, great smart partnerships uh, for tax preparers and myself and help them and help them help their clients is the 550-500 rule, which means no more than five partners in the tax preparation or CPA firm. Uh, more than, than that would just be a, a, a political nightmare, so to speak. Uh, so five. Uh, 50 is, I'd rather have them of, of, you know, over 50 in age. Uh, when they're younger, they are still hoping to become millionaires out of tax preparation, and uh, they they they're usually paralyzed by the conflict of interest. And in a sense, it's it's harder to uh, harder to resonate with such a partnership um, and get over some of the challenges. And then 500, at least 500 clients uh, book. Uh, otherwise, just it just doesn't make sense. It's depletable too fast. Uh, and, and, you know, to find a higher tax 
taxable income also is a ratio of the at least 500 uh, to have enough to to help, so to speak. So 550, 500. That's pretty uh, pretty easy to remember. And then uh, you know I also uh, I've been doing this for years, and so some of my friends and in, in, in the business, some of my peers have been pressing me to help them. And so, you know, I came up with this whole Synergy Advisor, which actually helps uh, helps uh, uh, financial planners, financial advisors, and, and financial professionals uh, to create and maintain those partnerships. Uh, and for that extent, you know, when you look at the, uh, uh, after now, the 550-500, now I've got the different types of CPAs to identify just to save time for everybody and not go through agony and those three types are number one those that are not aware of their power and influence which you know it's pretty easy to see they're so they're so dedicated to price rather than value and, and they you know spend a lot of time at their desk usually they're the color of their fluorescent and uh, you know and so those we don't want then there are those that are paralyzed or, uh, or, or, or afraid of their power and influence. And those are actually most of the cases where they're aware of their power and influence over their clients, but they're so paralyzed with a conflict of interest, which is there, but needs to be managed smartly, uh, that there's, it's just harder to work with them. And finally, the ones we're looking for are the ones that enjoy their power and influence. So, you know, those above 50 that already understand that they need, you know, something more to take advantage of that, you know, oil field they sit on and, uh, you know, and invite me to come in and drill on that field, so to speak, uh, and they enjoy the fact and they learn from me and I help them overcome the, you know, and be still be uh, impartial and be on the side of the client and so forth. These are the best ones that really enjoy this, uh, this you know, venture, mutual venture, joint venture, uh, where, where we're helping their clients save mucho dinero on, on taxes from, uh, you know, and not paying, paying themselves rather than Uncle Sam. That's awesome. And um, speaking of that, I think that's a great transition, too. So depriving Uncle Sam legally, mind you, of course, we'll talk about that, of, um, of, uh, your, of, of your income. Um, let's talk a little bit more about um, strategies, high level, and how, of course, and everybody listening to this, these just basic financial um, general advice. So we're not, we're not um, giving advice to individual people. You have to talk to your own tax advisor, your own, um, your own financial advisor, or follow up with Tibby after for a one-on-one discussion. But that being said, Tibby, um, generally speaking, um, what are some of these strategies that are helping to alleviate tax burdens? Yeah, most of the strategies that I employ, number one, uh, the, the, the reasoning behind them, the, the uniqueness about the strategies that, you know, because there are many, you know, strategies on all sides and different defenses that one can have, and uh, obviously they're all very nice. Uh, the way I approach it is, I'm looking for expenses that are not real expenses. In other words, you keep the money. It just shows it as, as an expense. So it's like, you know, taking taking money out of one pocket and put it, you know, putting it in the other, you know, without paying and, and avoiding the tax uh, in the process. Um, and and the only the only section uh, of the code that, that deals with this type of an expense happens to have to do with either qualified or non-qualified retirement planning. Um, obviously, it has to be unique retirement planning. It has to do mainly with some kind of a defined benefit 
a structure. It could be either qualified or non-qualified, but it has to take advantage of, of different hurdles uh, to getting to a defined benefit, to a defined goal that allow you um, to catch up, so to speak. The, the catch up uh, a type of plans uh, or planning is the one that I'm looking for to really enhance uh, and uh, rather than, uh, you know, the defined contribution plans, for instance, uh, I say their motto is it's never too early to start because if you can just put away a certain amount, 50 or 60,000 a year, then of course the younger you are, you know, the better you'll be, but you don't know how better or worse you'll be because there is no, you know, value, there is no goal that you work towards. You're just putting money away. Uh, on the catch-up type, which is never too, er never too late to, you know, to catch up, those that you start at 55, 58, 53, or whatever, sometimes at 70, uh, you can do that as well if you have a viable business. Geez, when you need to fund for two and a half, three million dollars within five years, guess what happens when you divide that into five? <laughs> you know, if, it, if Uncle Sam says, well, I want to help you catch up because I don't want you to fall on me, then, you know, and I'll, com I'll just, I'll just match whatever you put now. I mean, you know, I'll consider not taking my share from whatever you're putting away for this goal. Now it's in the hundreds of thousands range because you need to catch up within five years or six years. That makes sense? So these types of strategies where, where the catch up is the thing, um, you know, and, and of course their requirements, how the business should be and how closely held and the size and number of employees, whatever. There's a lot to it. That's the whole point. And then we need third-party administrators that are really good and creative. Not many to be found, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, we need the right bean counters for this one. No, and for so sure. those, and those, all those moving parts and combinations create that amazing, uh, you know, amazing uh, 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 pool that you're able to put together within just a few years. Yeah, no, and I mean, it makes perfect sense. So, and, and, the, and the ideology behind why the IRS allows it also makes sense. So just think of it this way for the listeners. If, you, if you're just starting out at work and you, you know, you're, you're working, you're a W-2 employee and you're putting away a couple hundred dollars a paycheck, you have the benefit of compound interest on your side. You have the benefit of, of, um, of time on your side. So which I recommend, of course, for the listeners, if you're in that situation, participate, get your match, do those things. But let's say that you went another route and you ended up putting all your money and time and effort into building your business and you didn't really do a lot on the, on the retirement side because why didn't you maybe make those initial contributions? Because you were investing that money in your business and building your business. So now you find yourself over 50 or maybe even over 60 and you, and you find yourself with this valuable business. You, ha you find yourself with a lot of income. You don't find yourself very heavy on liquid assets in a retirement plan. So what does the IRS do? They say they allow you to make these large contributions to catch up to what other people were able to do all along by doing these little small contributions over many, many years where you, you put all your money in your business. So it makes perfect sense, and I think it's a great, um, a great service and a great niche in the IRS code that they allow this to take place. 
Um, so I think it's, it works. It's win-win, and it, and it really um, fuels business and it encourages business owners early on to know if they're successful in business, they can still make large contributions down the line. If you're already in that in that position to make those large contributions, then it just becomes a matter of why would you're putting it again, like you said, from one pocket to another. Why wouldn't you? Why would you want to spend all that extra money on taxes when you don't have to, when you can shelter it, and you're not necessarily using that money anyway? It's like you're not going to get that money, so why not have it working? for you in an investment account. Um, so Tibby, I love the work you're doing. I understand the thought process behind it. I think it's a great service to our business owners that have spent their lives building their business and now, um, like you said, want their fair shake on the retirement side. So that being said, Tibby, if somebody is listening to this and they want more information or because I could talk to you about this all day, but we're just about out of time. If somebody's listening to this and they want more information or, or to connect with you because maybe they're on that accounting side or that CPA side and they want to learn a little bit more about your process or if they're a business owner and they find themselves in that situation to where they need to do some play some catch up, if you will, and they want those tax benefits, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? So uh, <clears throat> the best way to reach out is, you know, either by email. They can just use my general email address. The easiest one is my full name, tibizohar, T-I-B-I-Z-O-H-A-R, at gmail.com. That's the easiest way by email. Uh, and then my uh, uh, mobile number is 760-443-1401. They can text me. They can WhatsApp me. They can call me. Um, and I'd love to discuss anything with anyone. Uh, just to uh, make a point to um, a little bit of, of a correction, um, it is, you know, I use the phrase catch up. Not, this is not just for people or business owners that have uh, not accumulated much. It's just a catch up type of plan that we're building. The principle is the catch up principle. That doesn't mean you can't have a $3 million IRA from before. And oh, but now you've sure. got a very, yeah, no, just, just to make the point, because some people would say, well, I have enough, so I don't need this and whatever, so maybe mm. that won't work for me. It's, mm. As long as you have a business, it's about some kind of a viable business. You make so much money at, at, at the critical age that makes sense, then you, mm -hmm. you know, we, we can uh, implement uh, you know, these types of strategies, regardless of what you have in other plans or, or previous individual retirement accounts and, and so forth. So, so that's that's no problem. I mean, I mean there there are cases. There are it's, there's no end to imagination and creativity. I mean, I, we've just had a case where where a, over, a, a couple over seventy uh, was selling some of their properties, real estate properties, and they 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 didn't want to deal with them anymore. They didn't want a 1031 of any kind of sort. Uh, we looked at a 1031 exchange that's, that's, that's in common. In other words, they don't need to do it themselves. It was one option, but it didn't cover everything. So the rest, a million dollars covered by a pension plan. It's over 70. Okay? So we're looking at it's, it's a one transaction deal, but it was structured in a way where we could actually do that. So think about it. I mean, they, they, no one could have actually... Imagine that, uh, you know, selling a property would end up, you know, saving so much tax just by a pension plan as well. So this is, yeah. 
Man, that's awesome. I love it. Um, yeah. Well, hey, Tibby, yeah. thanks again for coming on the show. Definitely appreciate that. Great to have you back. And to the audience, uh-huh. as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We launched that this year. Money Matters top tips go on there. Um, if you have ideas on uh, planning, feel free to leave some comments in the comment section. I'd uh, love to talk to you there. And, uh, Tibby, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you so much. It's been a great pleasure. Talk to you later.